0: When it comes to EVE Online, every player wants to know the most effective tactic available. You want to know the meta. The meta controls everything. It determines what will and will not happen. Knowing the meta will alter your views, make you question your reality. It might even make you laugh and now you're part of it you're watching the meta show hello everybody and welcome back to the meta show it is uh saturday december 2nd Uh, and this is the meta show. Now, you're going to notice, first off, something weird has happened. I shouldn't say weird. This happens all the time. Brisk is not here. Brisk Rubal is not here. And on his way out, he left the door open. Now, I don't know if you've ever been told by a father figure or perhaps a grandfather or some kind of elderly person about what happens when you leave doors open. Um, All kinds of riffraff can get in. Uh, And this week, that has happened. Uh, I am joined this week by three of my friends, my colleagues, uh, in Young Puke 2, uh, Phantomite and Alexander Blessed. Uh, Young Puke, of course, is the head of Sedition Alliance, which is a, a group in the Galente Militia. Uh, Phantomite, of course, is the uh, Meta re- uh, oft-reoccurring villain uh, and brisker ball arch-rival, one might add. Uh, and of course, Alexander Bless is uh, FC uh, for uh, Dock Workers. Uh, in, yeah, in... I'm the
1: executor of Dock Workers. Hell yeah.
0: The, the executor of Dock Workers. Please don't let me play that down enough. Uh, <laughs> the executor of, of Dock Workers uh, in the Garissa militia. Um, boys, how you doing?
1: Doing great. Good. Saturday. Can't be upset.
0: Yeah, no, you really cannot. Uh, Fant, it's so good to see you here. Uh
2: it's always good to be here i know that you know every every three months or so you got to get somebody on who can use words longer than two syllables that is true sense. so you know
0: that is true uh i am i am uh so stoked and puke of course puke my boy you're what's up my man you're in the middle of an op right now aren't you yeah i'm literally i saying at the same time we'll be good though we'll <laughs> be fine I, I fucking love it man well gentlemen <laughs> welcome to the meta show uh, we're going to talk today uh, we're gonna do something a little bit different. We're not gonna talk too much about Nullsec, and I'm sorry, Goons. I know you're all excited to, to, uh, to hear about, uh, you know, the exciting things that happened in Nullsec this week. But I, bad news is there aren't many. Uh, but the good news is uh, there was one big thing we're gonna talk about, uh, and then we're gonna get into, we're gonna talk about uh, Lowsec for a little bit. It's the just past the one year expand or the one year anniversary of the Uprising expansion from last year which was met with tons of acclaim across the, across the board, um, has really seen a huge revival for low-sex space. And we're going to talk a little bit about that, a little bit about where we are now, what kind of came before, and then where we're going to go into the future. So uh, I hope audio sounds good. If everybody, uh, everything sounds great. Um, what's the blocked word? Mark's OnlyFans account? You guys don't need to see that, trust me. Okay, let's get into uh, some interesting stuff. So uh, I want to start with, here we go. We're going to go to the browser screen. Look, I've got a transition for that. Here's the biggest news of the week. It's probably not, maybe it's not the biggest news. It Probably is the biggest news. If you just want to talk in in terms of sheer numbers, this is the big story. So for the most novelty news of the week, it certainly is the most novelty news of the week. So for those of you who don't know, uh earlier uh this week um the at ships for uh the 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 last at were released um and they were all distributed out to their teams the the two ships that were given out are the sybil or sybil i'm just gonna call the sybil i keep
2: reading it as cybel cybel is probably better that's how i'm reading it i have no i think
0: you're right i think i think cybel works better sybil there's another. Email. This is your
1: chance to define what it's called.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it's the Cybell. I think you're right, Fant. Uh, and then the Chapash, the Assault Frig, two uh, very interesting AT ships. Of course, these AT ships, because of the novelty of them, because of how few there are, uh, when they're given out, they can generate tons and tons of, of value. Um, you know, these things will sell for hundreds of billions of ISK a piece in some cases. I've seen people um, already trying to hawk Cybels for at least two hundred to 250 billion isk, which is, uh, you would think, an insane number, but people absolutely, uh, uh, absolutely will um, pay that money to have these ships. So, uh, the Cybel and the Shapash were both given out. Now, things were a little bit different. I, w- I shouldn't say a little bit different. So, in previous years, in 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 the years gone by, the standard for how they handed out these ships were they had two ways of doing it. Either um, you would receive uh, some BPCs that you could use that had a build cost of like one Trit, I think, and you could use, um, you could just build the ships yourself. Uh, I, know... I do hope CCP gave people the Trit as well. Well, you, you do wonder about that, don't you? You have to yeah. pay the one Trit if, uh, if you want your AT ship. Uh, Killer if you don't have any Trit nothing um, in life is free is it you can't even
1: get it in, in a noob ship anymore I what know, is this economy it, it, seriously
0: <laughs> I, I mean yeah i don't even get in everything's too expensive I, there i had so much nice trit in my every time I you know if, if you just look just a little pick-me-up you know what i mean every time you hopped in that ibis is just another new trick you're like you know what things are gonna be okay not anymore this is ccp in 2023 inflation's a bitch anyway uh so we have, you know, we, they, they, they had this way of distributing them. And then they also had uh, the way in which um, you would just get a contract. You, a, a contract would show up for the, either the captain or the executor of the alliance in question um, that had the ships there, usually sent from somebody at CCP. And uh, you would get the, the, the contract and you could just get the ships that way. Well, last year, I believe, I don't think, it, yeah, because last year was the first year back. Um, they did something a little bit different um, where they just deposited the ships directly into the hangar of the captain or the executor, whoever the designated person was, um, which is a convenient thing to do, uh, but can apparently lead to some issues. So we had a, a situation happen the other day wherein the, uh, God bless them, the uh, the team from, let me make sure I get the name right, Hidden Leaf Village Ninja Assassin Squad Esports uh, was had received their ships, but the person who received their ships was the Alliance Executor, not either one of the, the, the co-captains or the primary captain, which is Virian Stone Shard. Uh, the Executor of the Alliance, uh, Baltram, Baltram is his name right? Yes, Baltram, mm-hmm. uh, had received the ships. And when he was asked to log on to uh, get them uh, so he could distribute them, he saw a contract that had gone up. And in his excitement, he clicked accept on that contract. Now, I don't need to tell you probably what happened next, but I will, which is that contract was not a delivery contract because CCP's not delivering con- or delivering AT ships like that anymore. It was, in fact, a transfer contract uh for zero isk so somebody had sent him a contract for the quantity of ships that they had received which was announced ahead of time by ccp it should be said ccp announced you know which teams were getting which ships and in what quantity uh he received that contract clicked the button and the ships were taken out of his hangar immediately and that was it the ships i'm sure there's a
2: simple answer for this but my one one question I still have about it is how did the chancer know which characters the ships were being now that's uh, a good sent question to?
0: that's a good question I don't know uh I, I honestly there no must be an answer to it because nobody's raising that as an issue you know you would think so and i i, I, I want to say this ahead of time a lot of different people have had a lot of different hot takes about this issue i'm not going to take a position on this i think it is unfortunate that the guys who wanted ships or who earned those ships by their placement in the at aren't going to get them that sucks whatever the reason for this whatever caused this um a lot of different things being thrown around. Uh, the biggest, I mean, obviously the the Occam's razor of the whole situation is that Baltram just did uh, a uh, uh, just did an oopsie, you know what I mean? And that sucks. And if that's the case, that's a problem. I, I should say there have been some complaints raised. So the way I understand it is that prior to because here's the issue, Baltram was never supposed or According to the team from Hidden Leaf Village Ninja Assassin Squad Esports, Balchum was never supposed to receive these ships because he was long-term AFK. He hadn't been around in a while. So, the CCP had reached out to the t- the two captains of the of that team, which were, of course, Virion Stone Shard and the Basilisk, our boy Baza, um, and asked them where they needed to go. However, my understanding is that they perhaps did not reach out to Virion, who had intended the ships to come to himself, they instead reached out to Baza, and Baza said, Oh yeah, just send them to Baltram. However, obviously that led to some some issue, but there elsewhere in this thread, I think if you go down here, yes, right here. I don't know if you can see this on the screen. Let me blow it up a little bit. Oh, hang on, I'm blowing up the wrong screen. There we go. Yeah. I think in the mud and using old
2: Reddit will be able to read it better. Yeah, those.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. So <laughs> Uh, Virian says, we spoke to CCP Aurora in July because Baltram, our executor, was inactive and we needed to file the roster and flagship choices, etc. I was told to mail that info to the community team, which I did on the same day, and our team was aware that I'd asked them to name me team captain instead and make the prizes make sure the prizes went to me, not to the executor, which would have been Baltram. CCP Zealous apparently had me and Baza listed as co-captains and only asked Baza to confirm where the prizes should go. I didn't even know until the ships were already gone. As fucking team captain, our executor shouldn't have even had the prizes in the first place if CCP followed their own communication. A mess. An absolute mess. Uh, uh, so much miscommunication apparently was happening here. Uh, so much, um, you know, misunderstanding uh, by the looks of it. Now, of course, I, 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 would be, I would not be a good journalist. And I am a journalist in a, in a way. Uh, Just a a very strange shirtless journalist on the internet. I would not be a very good journalist if I did not point out the fact that a lot of different people in this thread uh, with very, I should say, just speculation. They don't have any reason to to say this one way or the other, uh, are calling this RMT on the part of um, Baltram. Or maybe even not RMT, maybe some kind of uh, uh, chicanery, some kind of tomfoolery. Uh, maybe a little bit of uh, trickery. We've seen a lot of theft happening recently, of course, inspired perhaps by Jay. Maybe this was a, another big theft. and then We're talking 3 trillion-esque worth of ships, probably, uh, from the 16 ships that were stolen. Now, whether or not this is you know, anything like that is not for me to say. Um, I'm not going to hypothesize about what happened. I don't know the intentions of the people involved. I do know that Baza and Virian, at least on face value... Uh, seem very upset about this whole thing, and I don't blame them. If, if we take them at their word, then this is just it is something that unfortunate that happened, uh, you know, between them and their executor. Now of course, they would like those ships to be returned to them so that they can distribute them to their team uh, as they had intended originally. However, my speculation, and this is only speculation, is that that is not going to happen. Uh, this is such a cat... Please get off my desk. Sorry. Uh, this is such an EVE Online thing uh, that has happened. Uh, it would be very strange, I think, if CCP came back and reneged on this transaction effectively. Um, well, I, I I feel like that there's, there's two things here. There's a lot
2: of things here, but two yeah, things I want yeah. to, to bring up about this that appear to be competing with each other mm-hmm. is... Number one, I, I feel that the mechanics of this scam are, the mechanics of how this scam was carried out are perfectly in line with the soul of EVE Online. Oh, yeah. Um, but I also feel at the same time that uh, if CCP uh, wasn't following the guidelines that they had told people to expect as to how these things would be distributed, that CCP it, it uh, has a been a huge part of of this this problem mm-hmm. um and uh just the as a as a disclaimer i consider myself pretty close friends with baza with baltram and with quite a number of people in that alliance there i spent several years with them and we've we've never lost contact mm-hmm. um i uh, I I do very also have some sympathy for the scammer. Yeah. Because they haven't done anything that isn't explicitly allowed in in the game. They've pulled off a legitimate scam, which is a strange couple of words to put together. Yeah. And scammers who are successful within the rules of the game, must have what they have
0: gained from the scam <laughs> i should i will say this i the opinions on this are always going to come down to how you feel about scams as a legitimate tactic in of online right uh mm-hmm. if you're one of those people who um hang on a second there's some shitters in the chat we get rid of real fast it's that guy sweet <laughs> yeah, I, oh yeah i was gonna say i yeah. knew who this is talking about. when is there not yeah. some shitters in the chat i know <laughs> this is uh uh you know here's the thing it's one of these where um hang on one moment let me do this um when you are man it's it's tricky right because so much of this is a, a he said she said kind of deal um where it all depends on what conversations happen behind the scenes right and we're never really going to know uh probably the the conversations that happen between Baza and Virian and between all of them I, you know at fate, it 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 will be easy for us you know as we let's go back to the other screen we've seen enough of this this uh this page on reddit uh, it would be really easy for us just to write this off as you know Oh, somebody fucked up, right? Or oh, they just miscommunicated, and now they're just grasping at straws. I don't know if that's the case. Um, I don't know if um, you know we'll, we'll ever know what the truth of the matter is. I do know that for the guys who earn those ships and who work you put in thousands of hours collectively uh, to um, you know get to the point where they could win. They got ships. Uh, that sucks, and I feel bad. I for don't.
2: Them. I don't think there's any question as to the fact that this is um, unfair on a on a on a large number of people who've put a huge amount of effort in but yeah. the, the the element of fairness within Evil Nine is essentially irrelevant i agree to any 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 final final outcome I, I i feel simultaneously that the scammer has done something legitimately and i simultaneously feel that ccp has messed up yeah. in an unfortunately incredibly gray way
0: yeah well i'll tell you this if nothing else if nothing else, uh, it makes for a compelling television, and that's isn't that really what we are all here for? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> I think that's something
2: else that should be taken, from this, and I think that as sort of you know the the, it shows that the writing is on the wall. It's closing the stable door after the horse has bolted. Mm-hmm. But I think that this clearly shows that there needs to be locked in, guaranteed um, distribution methods of of the prizes that are pre arranged be it a form that people maybe it takes the 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 form of a form people fill in to say these are the members of the of of our team Mm -hmm. and these are the numbers of ships each one should be given should we win and then ccp should adhere to that Mm -hmm. um and it should be it should be predictable and it should be a process that everybody can read and a process that is followed to the word and obviously this has shown that it should always have been like that. But the second best time for them to, to to do this is now. Yeah. Is to to formalize the entire distribution process. And, you know, let people say we want one guy to receive all the ships, but also have a way so that people can say these are the team members. If we win, I want this person, this person, and this person to get this, this, and this. Well, and So it's all written down and followed.
0: Casimir makes a good point in chat as well. They have the redeem window. I mean, the redeem window exists for a reason.
2: They could use the redeem window. I mean, they they, well, could... they certainly could, but that's just the mechanics of how the item appear, epi- how and where the item appears. Mm. It should it it the issue at hand here is the logic and predictability mm-hmm. of how the rules were followed as to where they should go. Right.
0: <laughs> well, unfortunate for those guys. Uh, you know, certainly interesting to th- to talk about. I'm sure. Well, this is not the last we are going to hear of this. Uh, my heart goes out to those guys. It Sucks. Um, but you know, that's how it goes. Let's move on gentlemen. So you are all, let's, let's talk about you guys first. So I, I want to I, I, puke. I know you're, you're busy and right? you got a lot going on, but uh, I'm docking up right now. Hell I'm yeah. Fine. I want to, so what, um, let's, let, I just want to talk first just to give, you know, the, the people, the populace, the folks at home, uh, an idea of who we're talking to. Let's, let's just introduce you guys. Um, each real fast. Let's start with you puke. Cause you're. You know, you were the the man at the, the top of the list. Uh or I guess the bottom of the list on this screen. Either way. Um what what do you do? What's your what's your role in your alliance? How'd you end up there and where'd you come from?
3: Yeah, so yes yeah, Sedition is hundred sixty percent snuffed alts, hundred percent true. Actually, uh we did a Rome with Snuffed out yesterday, so hundred hmm. percent facts. That's facts. Um but no, the, so where I started out, I'm a low-sec scrub through and through. I went to and null-sec for a little bit. Uh, I started out in Aderon Robotics, uh, Galente Faction Warfare Corp. For my second round of EVE, my first time of EVE, I was also still in Galmel, and Galente Militia, which was uh, back in Just K days. So my grandfather, call him Grandpa, who's actually now back to the game yeah. because of Uprising and Havoc, brought him back uh smoking j archie uh the legend uh and he um like took me under his wing and i was a total new bro flying atrons and then eventually i went to pirate low lifestyle after uh with intergalactic space hobos and then after that i uh went to null with nsh and then i came back to low and you know we we started sedition first round of sedition um after intergalactic space hobos fell apart in 2018, when Losec was probably at its lowest point. Mm. Um, and that was when the cores were hitting. That is when, like, scarcity... Like, I think scarcity started. I don't remember. It was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it was just... The ecosystem was not good. Yeah. And mid-scale low sec alliances were dropping off like flies. Um, and so we created it. We started out in Syndicate. And uh, we've been around all across the map. We went to Fade with Volta, which was not fun um and then all the way down south and then we heard uprising was happening and my good friend ronan who founded sedition we founded it together uh with a couple other friends too and we basically said this is the opportunity it's now or never to rebuild the galente militia oh yeah because the galente militia was totally dead there was like low was dead like every militia was not doing well yeah there was nobody really around mm-hmm. and uprising basically rekindled embers and we're now a year back in yeah, basically a little bit over a year now back in glente faction warfare and now i'm running the show because our uh, our boy Ronan is currently deployed he's in the military and um he's out in uh in poland right now you know right. so uh but yeah so i'm setting the ship and i just
0: run things and make sure people have fun oh yeah that's what man. i do well, the, the next we have here, of course, is the man who needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him a chance to have one anyway. Phantomite, former CSM, uh, former member of, or still member of Blue Canary, your your corporation, now in sedition. Phant, mm-hmm. please, tell us more about yourself. Well, uh, shortly after the, uh, after Uprising was announced
2: and the, uh, some of the mechanics were made public, um, I ended up leaving, uh, snuffed out, and uh, decided this was the ideal time to create a corporation. I created uh, Blue Canary uh, with just hopes and dreams to begin with. Well, hell yeah. Expecting that Faction Warfare, not only was Faction Warfare going to be good, but the lead-up to um, Uprising expansion was going to start energizing Faction Warfare. And that, that turned out to be true. Blue Canary started out with me and a friend. We now will find uh sometimes 20 people online simultaneously without even uh, a ping these days uh, we started out in kaldari faction warfare when kaldari had finally farmed the galente to death um a little under a year ago we moved down and joined the minmatar militia mm-hmm. and um i kept an eye on sedition because i had always been uh, very impressed with The work that they were doing and as our time in Mimitar militia came to an end there was a huge european time zone opportunity within sedition and we've been having a great time for the best part of a year in sedition and we continue to be able to grow the corporation grow the things that the alliance does and it's great to be a
0: part of it hell yeah now alex you and i uh we we perhaps know each other the least of the three of us here um, in fact, I hadn't yet gazed upon your, I gotta say, striking handsome face until just today. Uh, so Alex, <laughs> please, please tell me blush a little bit. Yeah, you know. I know. I, I got to butter them up. So that's a, yeah, like I said, it's all about good TV, man. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your group, about where you guys are at right now. Uh, because these two, these guys, these are, listen, these are, these are law doers. These are good, good, goody two shoes. With their, their their legal militia and their 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 you know, their faction. Uh but but you guys have, have gone a slightly different direction. Tell us a little bit more about gurmil yeah. and, and Doc Workers and what you're doing.
1: So Dock Workers was formed by the corporation Did you say Jump, which, if anybody has a long enough memory, it was actually its own alliance at one point. And about gosh. Years ago, I'm not gonna do the timeline because I can't remember. Uh, it's been a long time. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: the um, We've been low pirates since the dawn of time, effectively, and that's where I started my game career in EVE in like 2006. And I pretty much, with except for really small stints in Null, you know, done low piracy my entire EVE career. So, you know, the group I fly with is a lot smaller than it used to be. Sure. Um, some people might remember Dark workers. And we had, you know, 700 members or whatever, which is pretty good for low-sec. Um, but we've downsized a lot since then and we joined, we, well, we did, we joined Galente and we worked very closely with Sedition, which is kind of why I'm here today. Um, about a year ago when Uprising came out, because as the theme seems to be going, people are coming back to the game because of this awesome content infection war. So, you know, low sec has been super awesome, better than I've seen it's in five plus years. Yeah. You know, and I've been in low sec a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they announced that they were going to be doing the uh, the pirate faction war, so Gristas and Angels, immediately all my court members were like, "All right, we got to do this. Like, we got to go back to our roots. Like, we can't be part of, you know, the law-abiding Galente anymore." Um, <laughs> so pretty much, we went through the the hellish grind of fixing our standings. Uh, you know, for anybody who's played the game long enough, all your pirate standings are just in the dumpster. Yeah. We fixed that and joined up with Gristas right away. So. Hell yeah! And now I'm now I'm basically FC mercenary for puke. About every two months, he pings me on Discord and says, "The bad phone is lit. Can you leave this for me?" Hey man, we're
0: about to do some dumb hey. shit. You got some, Yo. you got some time?
1: We're heading a Gafotasar.
0: Oh
3: Jesus Christ! Well, hey, it's a strong call. Everybody answers the
0: call. It is a strong it's call. A,
2: it's a it's a filthy. Yeah. yeah. It's a it, it is
0: it's a. Uh... I'll tell you, you know, one of the things that we're going to get to some of the stuff that you guys have been up to more recently, um, s- specifically the stuff that I've also been up to with you more recently, but uh, I wanted to touch on something that you said because you, you know, both you, uh, I mean, all three of you basically mentioned the same thing, which is up until about this time last year, a little bit before this time last year, Losec was a wasteland, right? I think it's probably fair to say that outside of a handful of small pockets of activity, mostly around space where large groups already lived there just was nothing going on um, and then uprising happened and and the, the you know there were changes that were put in place to the mechanics of faction warfare that we have now seen you know a years brother a, we have a year of experience with so i want to talk first about what changed in your minds between back then and back or back, back then and back now back then and now uh, that has been so compelling because to your point too, Alex, speaking of you know people coming back to play the game, I think that is a tune that is being sung by a lot of different people right now in and all, in all different kinds of space too. People are saying, whoa, hey, something is happening in EVE again. We should go check it out. And a lot of those people are being drawn to the militias, being drawn to the new uh, um, uh, pirate factions. What changed mechanically... In the game, that has been so compelling for people to come back to low-sec. Open to everybody. You you can all talk about it. I don't give a shit.
1: I mean, so much changed. That's, it's fantastic. stuff. Even the change from two timers on small or medium structures to one was yeah. like a huge quality. Biggest... Of life, even for null, but go ahead, Pete.
3: It's that I remember when you and a bunch of other people made that letter and posted it on reddit about mm-hmm. changing structure quality of life game changer like yeah. it's like it's instead of doing three timers for an astra you have to commit on the second one like it just massive quality of life improvement across the board there mm-hmm. and really shows that ccp when they listen to players at times can actually make really really good really good iterative changes wild right
0: just a
1: general sense of like excitement i think just goes so a long way too right like an area of the game that was so ignored for so many years that suddenly got anything like was just i mean everyone's like "Ooh, let's pay attention to this because like frankly the mechanics didn't change that much mm-hmm. like people there was just we had just lost over the course of a decade like attrition of people yeah. and we'd lost like that critical mass of people to even make the mechanics interesting anymore Right. It's like, there's been a lot of like tweaks to numbers and stuff like that, like how long it takes to take systems and whatnot, which I think are all going in the right direction. Mm -hmm. But now that we've just got enough people to make it a vibrant area, you know, like I remember before we like downsized dock workers, we'd sit in Cormonan and there'd be like 20 of us or 30 of us sitting on a gate, just like nobody would come through for an hour. Yeah. Just like totally dead. And if you look in there now, there's like 50 or 60 people in there all day long shooting. What's that? That was yeah, like the, the wrong
2: gate. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, there wasn't. There wasn't even any gate to like. Nobody was even comp- camping Tama back then. Uh-huh, like it was yeah. so dead, right? We totally lost like enough. There was nobody to even have content with. So
0: now you you know, that's... You, you, you bring up something interesting, which I I wanted to touch on, which is this idea about. Uh, I mean, perception creates reality. Perception creates mm-hmm. reality, right? If people are perceiving a thing to be. Um, better a lot of times for a lot of people that is all it takes for that thing to be better for them now granted uh, clearly there have been mechanical changes that have you know benefited um you know the war zones and benefited the you know the way of you know the general way of life the general ecosystem in low sec um but there has been a certain amount of positivity and so much of that positivity feels like it's being driven by the groups who now inhabit uh, low sec especially especially the big militia groups i mean you know you can't go a day or two without you know uh, puke or bear or, or some you know somebody else you know propaganda posting on reddit about the war zone and, and how good it is to be in low sec right now how much of that do you feel plays into you know people wanting to come back and not just play the game again and joining their you know joining their blocks or going to go you know huff gas somewhere but actually getting involved in the war zone getting involved in low second becoming parts of of, of your guys's groups.
1: Eve is always in it's a sandbox, right? And it's the content creators really make this game. Like mm-hmm. it just CCP just gives us the tools to do what we do. So, you know, it's all about the people involved and yeah. like you to your point like perception created reality, right? Like people got excited again, you know, and it just kind of snowballed, right? And more people excited makes more content creators able to find content easier and then it just gets that much better, right? Yeah. We're all too old now to, you know, hunt for content for eight hours, roam around and get two kills. Not in college
2: anymore. <laughs> yeah,
0: no fucking joke.
2: Well... That, it, it, oh. Yeah, it's 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 straight up is stuff happening. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the lack of things happening makes people leave. Things happening makes people come back. It's as, as simple as that. And I think that another thing too is they've created mechanics
3: that they mechanics that get gets more people in more centralized focalized areas mm-hmm. so i think the frontline idea was just brilliant versus the old like you have to you can pick any system and you can basically flip it right like that's
2: well that, that was a very farming centric way of of, yeah. of it working frontline is a far far less farming centric way of doing it it's sure. it's pvp based
3: yeah and so um,
2: yeah
3: and i think that the there's the mentality in low sec where I think a lot of people are like, you know, we want to be undocked. We want to fight. Like I, I, I don't crab anymore. I make enough money just from Plex. Mm-hmm. I and mean, it also helps me have the executor wallet, but just true. joking. Uh, That's but, true. uh, but you know, like, it's like my, the content creation is the reward is that we get people content. They come back and I ask the people this, I think there should be the survey for it, which is, um, like what brings you back? Like what brought you back? And and I'm asking people. This is word of mouth. It's I can undock in twenty in less than five minutes. I like, get a fight. Yeah. And like I can go two systems over. There's a fight. I know where to go. I know where people are, and I can get content super quickly. And the content scales. I can be solo somebody in a Tristan, or I can anchor forward a czar and get a thousand person fight. So it's it's really really good to see that. The content is really scaling uh and people are just coming back because it's so easy to get content now yeah versus like taking two titans which alex and i can talk about we did a campaign at solitude we had to take two freaking titans and oh then it takes an hour and a half to get a big four, fight it
1: was a four-hour four engagement every time Jesus. yeah
2: and people <laughs> don't have time for that like i got yeah. a job yeah uh, All i right. want to talk i want to talk about one specific Please. um mechanic from from upright that i i think has been extremely key it's a controversial mechanic but i i I think it's uh, best described as a two-edged sword and that's the navy meta Hmm. that surrounds um faction warfare um for anybody who's who's not aware or not certain on it the faction warfare complexes that push capture and give you lp for completing them are split into uh two Sets of ships. There are navy. There's sizes as well, but that's not what I'm talking about. There's mm. there's navy plexes and advanced plexes. In navy plexes, you can put tech one and you can put four empire navy ships in. In advanced plexes, you can also bring pirate ships and tech two ships. And what this does is it means that it really, very strongly pushes faction war PvP to be largely in T one and navy ships. And it it, it does uh, two things. Number one, it lowers the barrier of entry to um, combat in this area. Mm. Navy ships are generally far cheaper than, you know, uh, equivalent sized pirate ships. Mm -hmm. Um, So it really pushes uh, a lot of the, it pushes very hard on player skill. Uh, that was previously only part of it right i when think people to add something to just... to that. yeah, go yeah on.
1: it's for the like for the battlefield specifically like we've been debating it's... for months you know i'd love to be able to bring guardians in the battlefield right mm-hmm. it sucks losing all your logi. and yeah, then, yeah. You know, but there's like an element of like it's almost good to lose ships because it gets people comfortable with losing some isk instead of because there's like this z kill is awesome i love my kill board but it causes this risk aversion right and like when you're forced to fly tech one ships you get kind of more comfortable with losing ships and you know it just becomes okay a normal part of the game right because right. as one of my friends used to say sometimes you are the content so yeah you yeah. know you got to give
2: and take well, <laughs> well i i think that i think that, you know, that that's an incredibly important thing to touch upon especially in in the battlefields. i think that people generally when somebody's like oh i can't bring a guardian or a damnation to the battlefield i'm like right yeah that's the point yeah you know, yeah. essentially, by only being able to bring ogores, exarchs, ospreys, and scythes for your, for effective logi ships, mm-hmm. uh, cruiser size in there, what it really does is it puts a it essentially puts a a cap on the number of people that can be reasonably effective sure. in there. Right, and it's not an artificial limit on how big you can be inside those places. Uh, it's very much a how well do you want to, to to perform in here it means that you know you, you, you we're kind of seeing as we bring fleets of 30 or 40 people to the inside of battlefields that that's kind of getting to the limit of how effective tech one Logi can be if you you know took that away and, mm. and allowed people to bring guardians it would just push the numbers of people up right and there's space in the game for larger stuff elsewhere mm. that space already exists mm. and um I, I really like this soft limit that that stops people from doing this that said the pirate um activity that is all in advanced plexes it doesn't replace what we've got in faction warfare mm. with this navy meta but what it does do is it adds an extra area for fighting in with advanced ships mm-hmm. and i'm all for that
0: well it so i want to i want to talk about something else too reknar makes a good point in chat as well which is of course that uh the the old mantra ships are ammo right uh and the, the sooner you can you can get line members and uh you know your your general the populace to understand that the 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 sooner you're going to be a more productive fighting force because you're, you're going to have you know, members and fcs both who aren't so unwilling to undock because they're afraid of showing up on Z-Kill, right? Uh, once you teach people that the whole point of the game is to, you know, live, die, repeat sort of thing, you, you'll be in a much healthier spot. Um, mm-hmm. now, I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, um, let's call it content drivers, or, or incentives to to, to join the, the war zone. And one of the things that's been talked about a lot has been not just how frequently fights can happen but how um, you know lucrative beca- you know being active in the militias being active especially now in, in the new pirate uh, activities that are available um, can be and how much money people can get from those one of the things obviously that has been has come up over the last couple of weeks has been the issue of CCP during that the beginning of the half expansion turning off LP trading. And I, I know we're going to get to this at some point anyway. I just want to get out of the way now because this is a big thing. Uh, why is that such a big, for the people who don't know, in your point of, from your point of view, why is that such a big deal? Why is that so restrictive to the militias, uh, including the pirate militia? I guess you could call them pirate pi- the pirate militias. Um, and why has that been so debilitating? I, there's been such a huge outcry against it from people who live in the war zones what what's the what's 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 the reason for it's, that
1: I'd like it's, to it's, warn you there's a trigger warning for Puke here. he's about to <laughs> yeah, go on I, a poli- I, I'm
0: yeah. literally it's Dr. I lied, up. I up for him so yeah go ahead please All right
3: so basically faction warfare has had a scalability problem like mm-hmm. there was no way for for people in the system to make ISK passively, so that they're able to grow their alliances over time, mm-hmm. and LP tax was the first step. However, just because you have taxation, it's still very difficult. And Phantomite, I just had to do this to him, and he literally was crying because it's a pain in the ass. I don't know if I can cuss. I'm sorry, but um, no, you can't. Like yeah,
0: ha- yeah, you can't. I'm your fuck. All I'm right, fine.
3: cool. Um, but pretty much the really big difficulty is that. It's a currency. It's our version of ISK. And if we're able to utilize that income to support our members, how they can get ISK. Otherwise, if there's no transaction of that ISK, you really it it, the ability for alliances to create content and support their members gets diminished Mm -hmm. because then you have to go direct with BPCs or uh, you have to go through other formats to uh, really like vitalize an alliance. So like 2 weeks before it was happening I literally bought all our members LP as much as we can to sort of like be a winter bear I don't know <laughs> yeah. in hibernation so yeah. we can have sort of like coffers that we can use
0: Well um, so I guess the so. question is it, it, it's a it's a a detriment to organizations right and not not mm-hmm. just because members themselves are still able to go out and collect LP but and, and, now are you able to tax lp currently still? Yep. yeah yeah you can yeah, tax to... it and still tax it i
2: mean basically that we haven't we haven't been told the precise reason that ccp wanted to in their words temporarily mm-hmm. turn off trading isk to uh, lp2 corporations um, we suspect and mark you'll be in a position to either know why it's been done or maybe you'll be in a position to ask and find out mm-hmm. um but um we assume that uh, one likely reason is that they didn't want people quick farming um pooling their lp and quick farming stuff like Titan uh, the new titan bpcs mm-hmm. things like that they wanted to keep those values up and they didn't want them to appear five days after the the stuff arrived but people can just set 100 percent tax on their corporation right and essentially Essentially, the only people who aren't affected by this are farmers,
0: not actual groups of people trying to interact with the sandbox. Right. And so, actually, I wanted, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm trying to see if I can find it on Reddit real quick. Um, because I... Okay, so I, I'm going to... Full disclosure, I can't talk too much about this because I do know uh, a little bit about what's going on behind the scenes with this decision, um, regardless of whether or not I agree with it. Uh, is is irrelevant uh, because if I know about it, I can't talk about it. But uh, I do want to. Speaking of that Azarial blueprint that has caused so much consternation, let me see if I can pull it up here real fast.
2: This is a, this is about the method of earning the LP, not about the trading of it, though.
0: Correct. So mm-hmm. uh, there has been speculation. Let's go back to this other screen real quick. There has been speculation that, um, one of the reasons CCP has been so, uh, uh, or was so eager to turn off LP trading was to avoid people getting their hands on the Azarial blueprint early. Now, one player went out of their way to do a bit of cheeky market manipulation and got their hands on the Azarial blueprint early. Uh, CCP has since gone back and said, whoa, 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 no, 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 you can't do that, that's an exploit, uh, and has taken away the, uh, that blueprint, we, we assume taken away that blueprint from that player. Um, I guess my question for you guys is, in your mind, would it have, made, it would have just made more sense for CCP if they, if they really wanted to artificially lock out that blueprint for a, a longer period of time? Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Yes, would it not have just made more sense to just not make it available until? Yes, just release it three you know. months later or however longer.
1: Just awesome. unlock it then. But why do they care if somebody gets it on day
2: one?
0: Well, you know, that's a really good fucking question, Alex. That's a really good fucking question. Honestly. It's a cool ship. Put it yeah. in the game. Uh, it's not like it's a BPC
2: that only takes one trick to build
0: instantly. Yeah. So, uh, in in the in the words of of my my homie Darkshines. Who, when we were talking about this within, you know, amongst our our own CSM selves recently, made the comment almost immediately, which was, why the fuck do they care? It's a cool ship. Like, the, the fact that somebody wants to fly a Titan in the year of our Lord 2023 should be a boon for CCP. Like, it's a it they for for all intents and purposes these things are useless but people still want it because it's cool right why is that a problem why is this an issue why do they care if people are grinding lp to go out and get these things um because that or pooling it by or donations pooling, or pooling it yeah. yeah so to answer all of your questions i i have a lot of i mean i i agree with you puke seriously and and this this issue has been raised on more than one occasion, because it's it is it's it's just dumb. It's it's a dumb thing to do. If they really wanted to lock it out, they should have just locked it out. It would not have been yeah. that hard to just say we're not going to list it on the LP market until or on, in the LP store until I don't know a month from now, two months from now, whatever they want to do, right? And in the meantime, you don't have to cripple the uh, the the you know, the functioning, the, 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 which I should say this too, cripple a system that has worked right over the last year. I mean, the system of, of, or ever since we, we got LP trading that has worked right. Like it's been a good system.
1: It's honestly like one of the biggest mechanical changes that improved faction warfare. Yeah. Like anything that makes, this is going to sound really Mm self-serving, but anything that makes the people who create content, this game's lives easier should be a plus. Yeah. Because right? there's like a very small percentage of people who actually like do almost all the work in this game. Yeah. So well, it's like you've got, if you make their lives easy, you're in a better shape. I
0: mean, you're not wrong though, right? Like there are, I mean, because people play this game in, in two, well, a handful of different ways. You have people who just want to log in. They just want to get in fleets. They just want to go out and find content. They, you know, it's a little bit of a rush, right? And at mm-hmm. the same time, you also have people who, are willing to organize the content because if you just if you just log in, there's no content, right? You ha- you have to undock and do something. The moment you start organizing, you know fleets, organizing, you know larger groups and moving them around the map, suddenly you become a content creator, right? Uh, the game lives and dies on content creators. We've been saying this for ages, um, and that's why we've you know we've pushed so hard for community tools uh, to you know for um, th- for them to be more expanded or more expansive rather because those community tools help content creators and the, you know, the, the bureaucrats who support those content creators. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad we were able to talk about that a little bit because I, boy, I want to
2: reiterate Mark, please. as well. Yeah, go ahead. Again, again, the only people this didn't hurt was farmers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is, that's pretty dumb. That's pretty dumb. <laughs> I think like, you, you know, I, the, there is, it hurt itself in its confusion. Well, in, in this in this this situation with the the blueprint that was the the one that was actually created, just shows that right. Like that, what mm-hmm. happened there didn't happen because uh, of you know friendly cooperation. It happened because one guy just you know he did a thing and then grinded it for days. Uh, you know, just, I, I
2: mean that is yeah. outside of the lp trading anyway right lp yeah, yeah. trading didn't even come into this right. and they still found a way to do
0: it <laughs> i agree uh yeah farmers uh yeah kazanir agrees yeah exactly right saving trading only benefit the people who could achieve the bpc some other way uh the biggest farmers will be the ones to get the second zero bpc and that kind of sucks um, something
2: that you know I've I've played Eve online for over 17 years now something that I've noticed with first of ships coming out mm-hmm. small and large cheap and expensive is the people who rush to get into it and get out and pvp first mm-hmm. also lose them pretty quickly
3: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> uh, which is yeah. great for everybody. Uh, <laughs> Kill that
1: alligator like two hours after it came out, right? Oh, yes. I fucking
0: love the Swamp Drake, dude. I'm all about it. It's such a cool ship. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not that great, but it's cool. Uh, I, so I should say. I mean, what do you guys think about the new ship So this is totally off off topic. Uh, you guys, you guys like the new offerings that Havoc gave us. So what do you, what do you think? I like those ones. ones. I, I
2: like these ones that have come out here. I like the bonuses and things that they've got in there. They've given us some interesting ships yeah. rather than this is now the best of this entire class.
0: Yes. Uh, Mark that's the, how every
2: ship in this game should it be, ideally. <laughs> did I get the
0: Killer Gator skin? I did not. I do have the, the Killer uh, Kizril skin, though. The the t- the t- Amber Kizril skin. The one that's like black with the orange highlights in it. Those well, skins light. are awesome. They're so good. Shout out yeah. to our boy, Kadari Prime Pony Club. Uh, he's, he's a real one. Uh, and, and all the new skins are so good. They released the, uh, the, uh, Galente victory skins recently too, the ones that came out for the, uh, the AT, uh, the green and gold ones. So good. I think he he worked on those too. He may, he he might not have worked on that one, but regardless. Uh, so I want to, we're, we're actually getting close on time, but I want to go over a little bit because we've got two more things I want to talk about. Um, the first is. Looking at the, the, the new mechanics of Losec, so much has been said about how the new mechanics have, um, you know, incentivized people to, uh, you know, actually engage in the front lines, incentivize people to actually want to take those fights. Um, and the question that comes up so much is, when are they going to roll this out to other parts of the game? Like, when are we going to see these kind of mechanics showing up in nullsec for example, Uh, and I, I, you know, I think people are looking at it like, you know, whether or not they are actually going to to implement these things in full or in in part, what are in your minds, and I know that some of you, one of you specifically has very strong opinions about some of these things. In your minds, what do you see as the most beneficial takeaways uh, for NullSec as, because NullSec currently, I mean, it's, you know, with a handful of small exceptions in in certain areas, it has been much much discussed how NullSec has suffered over the last couple of years uh, in you know stagnant you know wars that just kind of grind on and there's not a whole lot of back and forth um, and then they just end anticlimactically and that kind of sucks which is realistic in a certain way but either way um, in your minds what what could NullSec use from the new lowsec mechanic what what could they use to benefit from these mechanics if we were to Want to start to you know if 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 ccp at some point comes around and says let's start to you know shake some of these things up let's move some of the stuff out there
1: i think to, i'm gonna riff off what you said earlier Fancy Light, about yeah, like ahead. smaller smaller groups in this game are mm-hmm. always more interesting because it's like if you you play this game for the social aspect like mm-hmm. yeah it's fun to blow stuff up but like the people i've been flying with have been flying with for five plus years i know everything about them right mm-hmm. and it makes it like it's what keeps you in the game Thing. and you don't get that when you're in a really big corp if you're in a corp of thousands of people like how many people do you actually know sure you know and it kind of sucks right and like there's part of the i've noticed it specifically in LoSAC always but even more recently there's more smaller groups springing up right and like that's what builds your community it's hard to build a community of a thousand people like goons does a good job sorry to pander because you guys are just like professionals at it, right? But like anybody in between, there's like the, what is it? Like the middle income gap, right? I'm going to sure. apply that to Eve for a moment. Like There's like nobody ever in the middle because you get a few friends together in high sec and then they go to low sec and die, yeah, right? So like things that are like allow people to be smaller groups, but still add value to their war zone are invaluable, right? So like anything you could take out of low sec and put it in null and allow people to be smaller, but still functional mm-hmm. and affect the outcome of things, I think would really benefits the game in general.
0: What about you, Fan? I mean, so much has been said about the uh, you know the way people are, are getting around yeah. the war zone as well. I know that you have a lot of uh, yeah, yeah. things to say about projection specifically. Well, it, it
2: it it does tie into that, but not mm. directly. But I think that um, Puke brought this up actually. But uh, one of the the most vital things about uh, revitalizing it has been twofold with the front lines number one the front lines define a place where you can make progress Mm -hmm. but also the way the front lines work is it encourages you to live on the edge of those front lines i.e it encourages you and rewards you for living in a place that has a genuine risk of being lost Mm. and you losing access to it it pushes you to live next to the content and it pushes the enemy to live next to the content it literally puts the two sides close to each other Mm. and i Mm. think that a lot of people think about faction warfare and what nullsec could could gain from it a lot of people think of the acceleration gates and the companies i don't think that's the most important thing i think the most important thing is encouraging and rewarding people for living close to their enemies sure and i think that that is the concept that is going to be the savior of an otherwise frozen null set. Sure,
1: It kind of reminds me of the same type of mechanic, or the same idea of the mechanic behind the bounty reward, like the way it sometimes goes up or down, depending on how much activity is in that system. Mm-hmm. Like, right. It kind I think the idea there is like to shove people towards the fringes, but it like, in reality, people just farm until it gets to 50%.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to talk to Puke because you, I know you and I spoke about this just the other day. Um, there is, uh, there has been a lot said about how much value there is in space, and how much, uh, yeah. so much space feels just like empty nothingness that you just have to travel through to get to another place. And so when people talk about projection, they're saying, well, why, why is projection such a bad, you know, such an issue? There's all this extra space in here that we, you know, it, there's nothing there. We could just bypass this and get right to the good stuff. Um, so the question has come up a lot about passive income. And passive mining and passive moons and the whole you know a, a whole a whole swath of passive uh, applications for different um, for for different organizations to make or, or, or for a way for CCP to make more space more valuable to different organizations and make groups who live in the, that space you know more sustainable long term. Do you feel like that's something that would benefit LOSEC specifically and, and and you know the great the the game as a whole more generally?
3: Yeah, I think I can combine both of your questions. Please go ahead. With yeah, so the big thing is, is that you have to allow. Uh, who's the Lord of the Rings? The dwarf. Gimli. And Lord of the Ring, Gimli. Hell yeah! You got to give the Gimlies of the world the opportunity to fight, like the bigger guy, and you got to give yeah. them the tools. So, like, what they can do is that passive income like with passive LP tax has allowed faction warfare groups to fight more regularly. The pirate groups, like we wouldn't be able to fight snuff as regularly. We wouldn't be able to fight big AB. We wouldn't be able to do what we're doing without passive income. So yes, Mm -hmm. hundred percent slam dunk, but transitioning that into null. When it's like, when the Gauls were killing the Romans, right. in the Roman empire, you need a mechanic that chips away at that armor slowly where the blob cannot win. Mm -hmm. And in plex warfare, right, that blob cannot win. Uh, if you are, you know, a tightly organized group, it's, and it's all in front lines, they'll have to throw away resources and it becomes more of a tug of war versus, like, who can spam at an IHUB. Sure. So I think the plex warfare mechanics, uh, can it give an opportunity if they, obviously the sizing will have to change, right? But would give, like, for example, an arena where... Um, null would be able well, null groups would have to defend their space 24-7 because mm-hmm. you can then be a little group that let's say I live in I mean for goons right I could be live in NPC Delve and then on the outskirts those are the front lines compared to NPC Delve space and I have to constantly defend that space that's not dead space anymore that you put a, a jump bridge to that's where the assault is happening sure um, and now you, the more space you have you have to now defend everything at once. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, a capital umbrella is not going to stop that from happening. Um, so if they can make it scale and convert it, and it's not going to be just tie dye fights everywhere. Sure. I, I think you can kill both of those stones by making it more um, a scalable project. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the little groups need to be able to have the ability to scale and passive moons just need to come back.
0: I agree. I agree. Right. I, I when you mentioned it the other night I thought it was a really compelling argument And I have, I have one more thing I need to ask you Puke uh, and this is only really going to be funny to a handful of people but given the, the reference you just made how often do you think of the Roman Empire Puke Every two weeks. Every two weeks. Probably
3: every, literally every, my fiance asked me that same question. I bet she did. I absolutely bet she she did. Yeah, she saw the TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, how often do you think of it? I'm like,
0: I don't like once a week, every once every other week. It pops in your head. It's not that, like, it's pretty frequently, right? Is is that just, it's not just us, right? What about you, Phantomite? Yeah.
1: I play EU4 and I'm always trying to form the Roman Empire. God damn it. Uh,
0: uh, well... I, listen, I, 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 We've talked a lot about mechanics. We've talked a lot about the, um, you know where we've come from. You know where how things are right now. I want to talk about one more. Th- I want to touch on one more, one more quick point. Um, because one of the things I'm gonna pull up this here real fast. One of the things that gets often discussed about low sec is that people feel, especially people who are coming from null, and in null they they see a lot of larger engagements, hundreds on each side. Where the you know these 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 big fights, and they like those big fights. I mean, and CCP clearly likes those big fights. That's what puts asses in seats, right? That's what you know they put on the marketing material. These these big engagements. Well, we've seen, um, and I want to pull up. Hang on one second, uh, because there's a. I should want to do two things here real fast. Where's the where's the fucking video? Um, to here it is. Uh, I want, I want to pull up two things here real fast because there was, or rather there has been, um, Oh, hang on. Is this actually not it? Maybe this isn't it regardless. Uh, Oh yeah, here it is. Found it. So the, um, the argument then goes, well, there are there are no big fights in Losec, right? All you're ever going to get in low Sec are these little skirmishes in these plexes, and and you know th- that's all it's ever going to be. So if you want to go out and one v one somebody in a Tristan, then awesome, cool, congratulations. But if you want real fights, real big fights, that's happening in Nullsec, and I think we've seen recently, or at least not recently, within the last couple of months, that probably just isn't true, right? Like. Let's that's f- never
1: been true yeah been I, I hate true. to say it but like that's never been true let's like, fights have always been in low sec like the biggest dreadball fights like yeah you might get a huge one once a year and null, no, but it's in 10 percent tie-dye and it takes right. 12 hours let ours are done in 45 minutes
0: let's pull <laughs> this up real quick because this was a fight from just the other night and i'm gonna let you guys talk about you especially puke because you were the one who you know phoned the fucking bat phone for this um Talking about uh, how many people were on. I mean, I think at max I saw twelve hundred in local for this. Um, this fight kicked off because of an anchoring fortizar, and there were so. And this this does not show how many different sides there were in this engagement. This happened in Valil just the other day. Uh, was a fight that happened uh, on on an anchoring fort. Um, you know, so many different groups within all of these you know categories were working. Independently, simultaneously, you know, uh, shooting at each other. I can tell you right now that we absolutely shot horde and they're in the same column as we are in this, in this thing. Tell me a little bit about what this, what this was, how things like this happened and why, why things like this this continue to happen and why people seem so excited about it. Because I think people know that
3: there's certain content creators that are willing to literally just say, you know, Screw it. We're going to anchor a fort our in our home station. And what happens, our home system, what happens is what happens. Mm-hmm. It's 12 bill, right? Let's let's just create content. And I think people are attracted to it. And there's like, I think in the past four or five months, I mean, the three of us here have created a we were, we were all involved in some of the biggest dread brawl fights mm-hmm. over the past year and stuff like this, right? Like, well, how it unfolded, um, is that, uh, we were bored. We were just like, let's just do it. Let's just anchor a fort. Like, you know, we had 80 people in fleet. And we said, you know, let's see what happens. Like, we
0: lose, we lose, we win, we win. Who cares? It's a game. Um, Now, I want to say this, too, because this is, you know, it takes two to tango, right? When you guys were anchoring this, Big Ab showed up in their Bargus fleet, correct? Yeah. But they didn't kill the fort.
3: No. And I think, you know, they could have easily killed that fort, Mm -hmm. right? Like, they could have killed it. But they didn't because, you know... They have the same mentality we do. Let's do round two. You know, yeah. it's like Rocky, right? I don't care. We're going to try it again. Um, and <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, and so I think like that mentality of wanting to have lots of fights and, you know, goons showed up in it, showed up, Brave showed up, horde was horde said they were going to probably come, you know, and I saw they had Corms there and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, like it was just everybody. And these fights happened because people just want to be undocked shooting each other. And as long as CCP supports and creates systems and tools that we can do that, more of these fights are going to happen in low second. In the past, I would say, six months, I mean, I don't know, Alex, what, five or six times this has now been happening? Mm, Maybe yeah. like once a month? Um, and it, it's good, and hopefully it happens more and more. It's not just, you know, I have to go buy some Plex or something or raise our LP tax a little bit and anchor for it. Right, you know, like well, or the Sotillo timer too. That was what three weeks ago. Yeah, I was Not gonna even? say.
0: I wanted to bring this up too because this is just another instance or another instance of, um, the, you know, big AB anchoring a stru- a structure goes down, people get phoned and suddenly you know all of Losek shows up for what is effectively a, a a huge you know capital brawl, a huge subcap brawl. Um, this one happening on on that sub or on that Sotillo grid. Where we saw lancers, we saw titans, we saw you know supers, the whole nine yards. I, I just I agree with you, Alex. Where I feel like this notion that that null that low sec is somehow um, diminutive compared to you know the day to day life of low, of of you know the standard null sec block is disingenuous. It's not maybe always as you know huge and bombastic all the time. Um, but the idea that there is there is anything but major content happening in low sec right now just feels false at face value. You know, when you look into it a little bit deeper, the whole nine yards. This content doesn't happen on accident, right?
3: Yeah, and it's but the thing is, it's also because of uprising, right? You have battlefields that are smaller scale, mm-hmm. and the cool thing about LoSec, which you know, Losec has this tribal mentality, and there was this unspoken rule that every Losec group, and you too, Mark, followed. Mm. We killed every Null group on Grid first. Yeah. Fuck them. Sorry. Uh, You know, <laughs> like, like we, we band together. Like, this is our space, and if you're coming in, I love you goons. You guys are cool, but, like, we're going to all work together to shoot you guys first because you're not part of the club. Yeah. You know? it's And so, and then once all the Grid, when everyone cleared, was totally Losec only— Everybody started shooting each other. I will like, say it was cannibals, those piranhas.
0: It was. Dis- it was fantastic. It was wild. I will say. I, I do want to add this as well. I was fiercely aggressed the other night by a goon skybreaker fleet and received a a disheartening message afterwards. I'll put it up on screen now. You can see here I was b m'd by the goon imperium himself. Uh, in the middle of the fleet, uh, after he killed my Draugr. Brutal attack <laughs> on me personally. Absolutely gutting. Uh, but, you know... I don't know, Mark, it sounds like a skill issue. Oh, but... is that right? All oh, sounds like a skill issue. he wasn't issue. in high grades. Jesus, high grade pilot. That yeah, is Mid-grade true. pilot, not a high grade pilot. I was not in, uh, I was not in high grades for that. If I was in a fucking Draugr, I was gonna die. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Well, gentlemen, listen, I... We're gonna talk more about this going into the future. I, I'm so glad you guys have come in here. I want to have you back at some point. I want to have you back in a couple months when we can talk more about how Havoc has changed the landscape. Hopefully, we'll see some things come back by then. Obviously, we want, we, we you know we're 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 hoping and praying for the 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 safe return of LP trading at some point. Um, and there are you know I know you guys have a handful of white papers out right now uh, for things that you would like to see changed and altered about the mechanics so much has been said about how um good low sec as a collective has been at addressing issues within the space and how well organized you have been and i Puke, you guys alex and, and fan all, all three of you have been such a huge player in, in that so i want to give you credit for that um i know it's a hard thing to do to kind of herd cats in that way trust me i, I understand how hard it is um, i do it for a living too so yeah I'm used to it I, I get that so, uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming out here today. Uh, is there anything else you want to plug? Anything else you want to talk about ahead of time? I know you, Puke, you've got an event coming up here in just a couple days. You want to talk about that before we go? Yeah. So, on December 16th, Mark, you can definitely come yes. to one of us. Uh,
3: yes. December 16th, there is a, the first ever a six way militia brawl on December 16th, 2000 Eve time. Fleet, F L I E T. Bring your friends we're going to go war everyone's going to warp to a plex and we're going to brawl it out and it's basically king of the ki- king of the hill uh which militia is the best and if you are a classical pirate like snuffed out in big a b i hope you also come because we get to shoot you too hell yeah so uh yeah it'll be lots of fun so please come december 16th twenty hundred eve time uh Fleette station uh Fleette system so
0: should be a blast Fant, alex have you got anything before we go
1: I'm the most I can check it out. There's, you know, direct enlistment has been awesome. So, you know, there's no real no real loss other than in some uh, few millionistic frigates. So. Hell yeah.
0: Fant, you got anything before we go? Guys,
2: don't write off Faction Warfare as a fleetless space. You will uh, twice every three hours have the chance to show up to a battlefield even as a neutral. And attract the attention of someone local, or even find somebody local, with five guys, ten guys, thirty guys, who are ready to fight.
1: And I'll be camping outside the plex with my interceptor. <laughs> well,
2: make th- sure you align down the gate and walk <laughs> together after getting rid of the tacklers on the outside.
0: Exactly, exactly. Well, thank you all so much, and thank you viewers for watching. This has been the Meta Show with me, Mark. Of course, Young Puke Two, uh, Phantomite, and Alexander. Blessed. We will hopefully be back next week. Uh, I think old man Brisk is going to be, have, have woken up. He's, he's traveling right now. I think he's in D.C. maybe or in New York. I, listen, this guy, he just, he finds so many hotels. He's big on hotel beds. You know, he his mattress at home is fine, of course, and, and Miss Brisk is there and she's lovely, but the man loves himself a good hotel bed. I'm sure he's fast asleep right now. Um, hopefully, he'll be back next week. Uh, we will see. Until then, friends, my name is Mark Resurrectus. You've been watching The Meta Show and you stay chaotic, New Eden.